if you're trying to make application and, and so forth within uh, the time period of Christmas or uh, Semana Santa, well, you're pretty much going to be waiting a little while. The offices may be open, but the lights are on and no one's home. And they might be there, but they're not working. Welcome to Real Estate in Paradise with Coldwell Banker La Costa, your experts in buying and selling real estate in the Mexican paradise of Puerto Vallarta. Welcome back to Real Estate in Paradise with Jesse and Chelsea. Today we have a special guest, our own sales manager, Dean Robbins. Woohoo! That's right, Chels. And boy, oh boy, do we have a great program for you. Dean has been working with us at Coldwell Banker La Costa for over seven years. He's our sales manager, which means he is in charge of the day-to-day operations of closings, listings, trainings, and of course, motivating our team of over 90 real estate professionals. Dean trains not only our current agents, but also helps to grow our roster by hiring new agents and training them as well. And of course, we cannot forget that Dean has his own podcast, an incredible motivational program that is linked below. So be sure to check that out. So Dean, as you always say, let's get rocking and rolling here. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your background, aka who are you and what did you do before Coldwell or La Costa? Well, thank you so much for that great intro, Chelsea and Jesse. Basically, I got my start in real estate about uh, 40 years ago. And I've been licensed in, uh, in the United States, in Arizona, California, Colorado, Nevada, and Hawaii. And I was there for 15 years, and I ran real estate companies, much as I have done for the whole 40 years. So actually, I had some friends that were moving down to Cabo San Lucas in uh, and they, uh, and actually, 90, yeah, 92, part of 91, and said, hey, uh, you know what, we're going to uh, move down to Cabo, and maybe you'd like to come take a look. So I decided, well, yeah, I mean, uh, why not? I'm only working 15 hours a day, you know, running everybody's companies for them. So uh, my wife and I decided to, to go to Cabo. We were going to be there for one year, and it turned into 23 years. Oh, wow. And yeah, but it was a, an exciting time there in Cabo, and, um, you know, it was new and fresh, and um, there was money by the billions flying in, and people coming from Southern California and all up and down the coast, you know, coming in and, and, and their private jets and, and, and buying. They were just buying was just an explosion for all those years. So I had a great time there. I worked there for Prudential for about 15 years. And I was the general manager, sales manager there uh, as well. And worked for some other real estate companies during that time period. So uh, my whole life has been spent in uh, running uh, real estate uh, companies, uh, mortgage companies, uh, escrow company, title company. So I'm really in a in a uh, prime position, or rather say, I've been you know afforded that amount of time and and um, being able and that experience in all of those different areas in real estate, which you know really makes up the whole thing. In order to be really really uh, good in in a position of running companies and training people, you need to have the skill level of all of that. And then the experience has really helped me a lot over the years. And I've been fortunate to be able to have opportunities that were there. I guess you make your own opportunities. And uh, for me, I grabbed onto those opportunities. And I can't say they've all been just wonderful because some of them have been, you know, not real great, but I would say, yeah, but, but for the most part, I, I think that it's been um, a really great career. And, you know, I'm really lucky because I have a, a career that I love. 
And I love to get up and I, and I, I do this job for, you know, seven days a week and I have calls coming in and I love to, to do those things. I like to, to build things and build award winning companies and, and, uh, see them launch and then, and, uh, and see just, you know, how big you can, you can go. I mean, oh, there's a challenge there because there's always the market going up, the market's going, this way and that way. And one minute you're working with buyers and the next minute you're working with on the seller side. But the, you know, there is no bad time to be in real estate. It's always good. How did you end up in Puerto Vallarta? You know, about, um, I think it was September. I know the date exactly. September 14th and, and 2014. And what happened was that we had a huge hurricane in Cabo. It was about a category four. I mean, it was uh, one of the biggest hurricane that I've ever been through. And I've been through many. Well, you live in the Baja, you live down in Cabo San Lucas. You know, it's, it's right there. It's like a finger sticking out into the ocean for everyone to take a whack at. During that time, uh, we had a huge hurricane. That 24 hours changed the course of my life. Because after that, of course, the, there was no water, there was no electricity, the airport was out of commission for months and months. All of our hard work and all of our listings that we had were pretty much, most of them were pretty much destroyed. Oh and so at that point we had, uh, we said, hey, you know something, uh, it's going to take at least a year uh, to be able to get back to work. So I said, hey, you know, to my wife, let's Let's go over and check out Puerto Vallarta. We'd never not had been to, to uh, Puerto Vallarta for 20 years. And we came over, we looked at it, and we went, Matt, this is absolutely beautiful. And so let's uh, go back, let's rent our house out, and let's head for Puerto Vallarta. And my wife said, you're crazy. We, we don't know anybody there. And I said, well, you know, really, we need to just make a change. We need to go over there and, and make it happen. So we did. We loaded our stuff up. We, we took, sold all of our stuff, rented the house out, put everything we had in about 15 boxes, took our little dog at that time, uh, Chili, and we took Chili and, and uh, we, we headed for Puerto Vallarta. So we landed, we got a place, we'd already wired that, got a place, and then it was really quite funny that we were looking for a veterinarian and um, someone said to us, hey, you need to go to uh, Marina Plaza. So we went to Marina Plaza. I stayed out with the dog and my wife went in and started looking around and, and asking people if there's a veterinarian in Plaza Marina. Well, lo and behold, she ran into someone who was just got her nails done and was putting her money away and asked her and it happened to be Bonnie Squire. They got into a chat and Bonnie had asked, well, what does your husband do? And he says, well, he, he, he runs real estate companies. And she said, well, my husband owns Coldwell Banker La Costa. And so he just may be interested in talking with your husband. So the next wow. day, I called Brock, and I've been working here for seven years. Wow. And uh, since then, we've taken the company from 15 agents to uh, almost 90, and for and production from uh, where it is now, I don't know. Um, it's off the charts. Yeah. And so we've done really well, uh, well and, and that's how... Uh, that's how it happened. Went back a couple years later, sold our property in Cabo and bought another property here. Kind of a humbling experience going to a place you've never really been before. And all of a sudden you're there and you're like unemployed and you know, it's time, uh, time to rock. So uh, you'll find, you'll find out just what's in you when you decide to make a move. But I just knew it was the right, 
the right move. I just knew that we needed to go fast because there was an opportunity. And I think those serendipitous moments that, you know, your wife encountered with Bonnie that ultimately got you the job at Coldwell Banker La Costa. I just think that's so telling of Puerto Vallarta um, and its nature. I mean, I think, you know, you can walk around Puerto Vallarta and you can just meet people and make these connections. There's and so many before you know it, you have your little community here. <clears throat> yes, yeah. it's, it's like a triangle, you know? Yeah, sure. exactly. It really exactly. is like a triangle. And, and you just meet the nicest people. I swear we have not met anyone here, well, outside of a few taxi drivers, <laughs> <clears throat> that haven't been friendly, but everybody's been friendly and and it's a it's a kind of a happy place. Really. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it really it's is. got a good vibe. It, to it does, for it really sure. Does. Yeah. So, very welcoming. Yeah, very welcoming, exactly. So Dean, what would you say is the most exciting aspect of your job? Helping people and um, serving people and the people I serve well kinda of has changed over the years when I was in, in full time in, in real estate and so forth and other things I was working to uh, for the clients. And so when you take your your focus off of that particular client and then you make your agents your client, then you serve them. And that means when they call you, when they need help, uh, you're working for them seven days a week. You know, I'm on call seven days a week. And uh, whether it's um, six o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night or if it's nine o'clock on Sunday morning, I'm there to help these people. And that's what I do. I help them. They have questions. And that is why they flock to work with with us is because of the certain level of service that we provide these people. And in a lot of the, the podcasts that I have and, and the, some of the motivational books that I've written over the last years, one of the biggest questions is always, hey, you know, like, what is my purpose? You know, uh, a lot of people wonder what that is. And well, you know, look no further. It's in helping other people. It's in doing things to help and to, you know, support them and to help them on their road. And a lot of times it's meant maybe their road wasn't for real estate and I've helped them in and I've helped them to to see uh, clearly that maybe that some other field was better for them. But the bottom line is, is that that's what I'm about. And I think that's really special. And I think that's special about Cobalt Bank and La Costa is because not a lot of sales managers will have that motivational background that, yeah. that can push you to be better, that mm-hmm. can inspire you and motivate you. So I think that is really special that we have you on the team. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. For those of you at home wondering what it takes to work in Puerto Vallarta and you might not be ready to retire, can you tell us how to work in Mexico, how to make it possible for somebody that might not know the process? Well, you know, the process has changed uh, a lot over the last mm, 10 years. Uh, It used to be that you could just show up and and here or any Mexican uh, um, resort community and um, say that you wanted to go to work and we'd give a sponsor letter and, and they, they just go right down to immigration and submit the paperwork. And two weeks later, three weeks later, you're working. Here's oh, your, wow. Here's your, uh, your resident card and your work permit. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but things have changed considerably and now they've made it quite a bit, um, uh, more difficult for someone to qualify to work here in, uh, Mexico. So, uh, very, uh, basically, people will call me from Canada, contact me from the United States, want to work here. And uh, the process pretty much goes that uh, first you uh, would need to go back home and go back to whatever uh, city or providence you're from in the United States or Canada. And you would need to make a, an appointment with the Mexican consulate. 
When you do that, you're going to fill in an application and you're going to have to prove that you have a certain amount of money in the bank. They believe now it's $25,000 or you have an income of $2,000 a month uh, coming in and that's with you're not working. Okay, that's money that you would have coming in from the side. All right. And when you have that and you can go through and prove that, then they will send the paperwork to, to Mexico City. They will approve that within 30 days. They will notify you or the Mexican consulate will notify you that it's been approved. They will stamp your passport and um, with a 30-day pretty much permit. And you have 30 days to come down to Puerto Vallarta and, and to make application at the immigration office for a resident card. So you get the resident card and that's going to take, you know, roughly two weeks or three weeks from the time you make your application. And then from there, uh, they're going to give the card back. The, the, the catch here is that you need more than the resident card. You're going to need to have a work permit. So that's where we come into play. If they're going to work for Coldwell Banker La Costa, then we're going to have to give them, provide them with a sponsor letter in which we turn back into them. They turn it back into the immigration and that's going to take about a month in order to get that a work permit. And during which time uh, you're not allowed to work. You can't um, be uh, acting as a real estate agent or <clears throat> doing any of those types of things. Can you participate in the training in the process? Uh, if it's anything to do with being in person and being in an office is one thing. If you're taking an online course, of course, no one can stop you from taking an online course so that you're welcome to participate in any training uh, activity. But during that time period, then, you know, you train and then uh, from there, uh, once you get your card, then you go through, um, finish up or go through the training that we have from there, then you're, then you can work. But that is a process that takes around two to three months. Now, if you're trying to make application and, and so forth within uh, the time period of Christmas or uh, Semana Santa, well, you're pretty much going to be waiting a little while. The offices may be open, but the lights are on and no one's home. And they might be there, but they're not working. So that's going to slow up your, your track a little bit. And, uh, you know, there's certainly other things, but really that is how the process goes in order to be able to work illegally in, in Mexico. Right. Okay. okay. And what do you think it takes to become a real estate agent at Coldo Banker La Costa, work permit aside and immigration status aside? So what, what type of qualities in a person do yeah. you need to have to become a real estate agent? What, what do you think is really important? You know, you know, I'm glad that you, that you asked. That's a really good question. And I, I want to uh, share with you that I don't hire people uh, like a lot of brokers do. I've learned over the years because of the variance and the differences in people and, and really their general makeup and, and, and everything. Um, some people have a, a cookie cutter type of a setup where they have to drive a certain car, you live in a certain area, you have to, went to a certain school, you have, uh, you know, all, all of these different things. It's like people are guessing, you know, they're guessing that because of these, these different uh, things, outwardly appearances and so forth, that that's going to make a good real estate agent. And I hire people not based on what they look like or where they're from or the clothes they wear or where they went to school or how much money they have. I hire people based on what I think they can become. Mm -hmm. And I treat everybody as a winner 
and I treat them because I fully expect that they're going to be successful. And uh, my expectations of that are not usually wrong. They're going to be successful because that's an inside thing. And once I can get someone to commit to uh, doing what we're, we're doing here, that is where the value is. The value is in their level of commitment. It doesn't matter about any of those things. I've had some of my best salespeople that were 75 years old, and they made $400,000 a year. And I've had people, especially single mothers with three children, are like king. That's number one right there. They have a why. If the why is big enough, if the reason is strong enough, and they have a goal to achieve something, they're going to be dynamite. They're, they're going to take and they're going to do what they need to do to feed their family, to be successful, to do the things they want to do. And, and uh, I've had people before that, honestly, they were uh, challenged in some way. They had, um, perhaps they walked with a cane. I had people before where, gee whiz, you're looking at them and you're not sure which eye to look at because one's going another direction and the other one's going the other direction. You're kind of like, wow, these are some of my best salespeople. Even 20, 30 years ago, these are the people that made over 100, 150, 200,000 a year. Back then, I mean, that kind of money 20, 30 years ago was like making six or $700,000 a year now. And they were making them off of 29, 69, $49,000 transactions. And so... And that is the quality is the level is, is a goal. Number one, a goal and a plan. And then the commitment to back it up. If you have that and you really have a reason why that you want to be successful, that you really want to achieve your goal, well, you're going to make it. And all of the other things don't matter. They just don't matter. And I know that after years and years of, uh, you know, doing much, a, a lot of research, and I do, I'm always on the top. I'm always uh, watching all the latest, uh, you know, how to hire a, a real estate agent. I look at some of these and I have to laugh to myself because they're, you know, here, fill out this form and take this test. I know there's some of the companies that, uh, that are out there now, they basically, you have to pass this test to work for us. And so they sit down, it's like 50 or 60 questions or whatever, and they're going to decide whether to hire you based on that test. Which can be discouraging. Which is very discouraging for a lot of people. And also, I I feel like people, they're not going to buy a house with you just because of your knowledge. They want to feel a connection with the real estate agent. So know that through the whole process, they have a friend, they have somebody Mm -hmm. that's honest with them, that's committed. Mm -hmm. Like, I think those are way more important rather than the knowledge you know it's very important, but it's very important. You yourself is to have that charismatic, to uh-huh. have that, that your, genuine your character connects with yeah. being attending people and helping them buy things. Right. Yeah. It, it really does matter. And you can tell when you're dealing with people who are committed, you're de- you, when people that you feel, wow, you know, they, they really do care about what we're doing and, and, uh, they, they care about me and all those other things don't, don't matter. I mean, um, so really, uh, there's a whole lot of a, a spectrum of things that we cover in uh, our training. And um, those are things that I feel are, you know, they're important to be able to, to get with people. Yeah, so, yeah, no. for sure. And so to not spill all of our beans, right? But can you give us some detail about what the Dean Robbins training is like and how you set them up to be some of the best agents in the Banderas Bay? Well, the, the Dean Robbins School of Real Estate? <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, you know. I went to that school. <laughs> I think it. You no, know, you're a graduate. I think I at one point. Mater. I think one point I trained everybody in Cabo San Lucas. I mean, you know, I think before it's all over here and I retire, whichever long, how, when will that be? I, I have no idea. Never, because never. I'm probably never going to retire. I'll just continue doing what I'm doing right now for the rest of my life until I can't do it anymore. Perfect. That's uh, what we want to hear. But I guess probably what the school of real estate is, first, let me back up. Now, in the States and Canada, uh, what you do is you go to school, uh, real estate school, to learn how to pass the test. And then when you get out of real estate school and you pass the test, then you have to learn how to sell real estate. So since here in, in Mexico, the laws basically uh, are, well, you know, they're, they're about the same as they would be in the United States in many characteristics. But I don't spend a lot of time on the laws. I spend all the time, most of the time, on uh, training them how to sell real estate. Because we have, uh, for example, if you're doing a transaction, we have transaction coordinators, we have notaries, we have attorneys, and all of these will make sure that our work is done in accordance with the law. So I'm not out to try to take um, my, my salespeople and turn them into uh, attorneys. I do believe that they need to be have that training as to you know, how things work and the right way to do everything. And we cover all of those things and ethics, heavy ethics, but I don't believe that we need to know how to do all of that. So I, I take the training primarily. I cover contracts and listings and, and agreements, uh, offer a promise agreement and so forth. And we take a lot of time on um, the listing agreement and those whatever, uh, you know, other documents that go along with it. But we spend a lot of time on uh, working with buyers and working with sellers. And we're talking about prospecting. We're talking about listing presentations, how to deal with buyers, um, goal setting, all of those different things that we have. And I teach that out of my material uh, of uh, experience that I've had on a book that I wrote, which is The Ultimate Real Estate Agent Listing Machine. It's on Amazon. And uh, I train from that book. Uh, because it's pretty much what I have. It's, it's really a conglomerate of experiences over the last 40 years in the business on this one subject of selling real estate. We're not going heavy into different directions on mortgages. or Our mortgages here basically uh, are maybe 1% of the market, so I'm not spending a lot of time on mortgages, but we do escrow, and I'm training on escrow. And the whole entire uh, course is down to about five weeks and I run those uh, three days a week and um, a, a couple hours on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where they they read the book, they read the information, then we discuss it at the test and so forth. The test is is you. It's not the kind of test where here it is. What did you learn? It's a test where here's the test. Now you've graduated. Now get out there and make some money. Yeah. So that's the real time. I mean, look, there are people that are really, really good at, at passing tests and then they go out there and do nothing. So the bottom line here is, is that I'm there to support them and I have a support system behind me, which helps considerably to make sure everyone is, is making them. The key is to make sales, to make sales and to uh, feel good and feel confident. So people, by the time that they are out of, out of my school, out of uh, our classes and so forth, they feel a lot more confident that they can go and speak with people. And a lot of that has to do with you know, we, we all have our threshold of fear, you know, and for a lot of people, they've never talked to people before on a, on a basis like that. They came from whatever 
uh, career field that they were in. And they all want to say, look, I'm tired of this. I want to be in a, an, into something where I can be my own boss and I can plan my own financial future and do these things. And then they, they run into all of a sudden, wow, you know what? I, this is really straight commission sales. And it's like, I'm going to have to go talk to these people. I'm going to have to knock on this door and I'm going to have to meet people. And I didn't really have to do that before. And so now that is the big, the biggest learning curve is making sure that you know how, how to answer those objections before they're asked. It's about knowing what to say before you call that person on the phone. It's about knowing what to say before uh, you knock on that door. If you do that, you learn that from the Dean Robbins School of Real Estate, then you're going to be fine. You're going to go out there and do the things you need to do to make the money. And to make the sales, I mean, I mean, the money portion is one thing. Yeah, but you, you know, you got to feel comfortable and you got to feel confident about what you're doing. You can only get that by increasing your level of education. When you do that, then you'll see changes. And, and once you get going and you are memorizing things and making your own, you know, um, scripts and things or planned conversations rather and, and so forth, then you can see what can happen with you. I have thousands of stories of agents coming in that never in their life worked in real estate before. Like 99% of the people that are, that we have now as our, our uh, super stars never were in real estate before. They didn't even know how to spell real estate. And now they are out there and they're pouring together teams and they're listing subdivisions and they're, they're making money and they're making a 50, a hundred thousand, 150, $200,000 a year. And, um, you know, that is passing the test. Yeah. That, that is going out there and using the things that you were taught and being successful. And also, That's I think great. it's really cool that even though they graduate your school, they, they still have you there. Yeah. That if some there's a speed bump in the road or they don't understand yeah. something or they need an, a new idea or a push to to start going in the yeah. right direction or putting goals and everything. There. That's what yeah. I think is really cool because your school doesn't end when they graduate. It no, goes it through doesn't. their whole career with yeah. us. That's the initial training period. The initial training period. And then after that, well, I have... Uh, at least 150 other training presentations that I have. And I give those every week. So I give them on, on one thing is educational, perhaps how to answer different questions or objections or different real estate situations. And then at the same time, in the same meeting, we cover something that's motivational. That's something to do with commitment or all kinds of different different things. And I make sure that I am abreast on all of the all of the, the, the newest training techniques and so forth. And over the last, or since the pandemic, rather, I, I sat down and decided to take a good look at what I was doing in my training. And so I started watching the videos from the top 15 or 20 speakers in the United States, the real estate speakers, the motivational speakers. I watched over 500 videos. Um, just on on that during uh, just before and in the in the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I took out the ones that I that I thought that I gelled with that I felt you know comfortable with their their thing, and I wrote these things down, which came to about 120 concepts, and so I memorized the concepts, I used those concepts, and, and to make sure that I am giving the agents the right. Material. If they were to go to the United States or Canada and they were to go 
for example, into uh, to do these seminars, uh, they would be paying anywhere from three to four, five hundred dollars, probably a seminar, to go to these. And I feel that with the material that I have, and the way it's presented, and everything that goes with it, these these people are getting their money's worth. This is something more than anyone in this country is offering their salespeople, uh, let alone anyone in Puerto Vallarta. This is something I started years ago, years and years ago in Cabo. And before that, when I was had an office in Palm Springs and different locations in, in the United States, I basically, what I had always done is use training for the platform. Lots of my competitors are, are trying to take agents out to lunch. They're taking them to dinner. They're offering them all these things. And basically what I'm offering is knowledge and training and, and experience. And people come to work for you. They want five, basically five things. And, and the top is, of course, they want an environment. They want an atmosphere. They want coaching or training. And from there, then they're looking for, you know, basically the brand name is at the bottom. That's really not why they're, they're coming there. Uh, even commission is above that. Okay. But if they're at the very bottom, what they're looking for is they want an environment, friendly environment, and one that's where people are harmonious. They want to see coaching. They want to feel like they're welcome. And that's the, the main thing. And, and it was so funny because when I, I did that research, it was so apparent that, you know, uh, just because you're Coldwell Banker or just because you're whatever the name of your company is, it doesn't really matter. You can uh, attract people into your company by offering them something nobody else is offering them, which is what we do here at Coldwell Banker La Costa. We're offering something that nobody else is offering. Quite frankly, I don't believe that there's a lot of other uh, real estate companies that have that type of uh, something to offer. You can buy all your agents if you want to, and which is good, but it only hurts you. Exactly. You know? Because you're not shaping them into being a good agent. You're just here, jump into the water and let's see how fast you can swim. That's about what it is with most of the agencies is, well, sure, come on. First off, we don't really want you here. And the other agents are going to pretty much eat you up. If you can survive that, then you can start swimming and see and see how, how long it takes you before you drown. And, and they offer we give basically you floaties no and we'll let you swim yeah, exactly. with floaties on for a little bit until you can take them off and swim yeah, by yourself. We got these on sale. Right there waiting in case you need <laughs> a little, a little <laughs> push. <laughs> and, and the main thing is, is it's really the motivation and it's looking uh, at your agents as if they're winners and thinking they're going to win and instead of thinking they're going to lose. The main reason why a lot of agencies don't train their people and give them any help is because they think they're going to fail. And so therefore, if they fail, then they won't have spent any time with them, and so they'll have lost nothing. And so my thinking is always, wow, that's really kind of backwards, isn't it? You know, you bring people in, you give them support, you train them, and then you support them and you support them and you support them and you support them. And then if for some reason they don't make it, it's not. It comes back to the commitment issue. Nothing to do that. We did our very best. We did our best. And maybe this just wasn't uh, something that was uh, meant for them because real estate is not for everybody, you know? And so, and I realize that. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much where I'm at on as far as the training is concerned. Right. I think that's great. And, you know, I think that that just really sets Coldwell Banker La Cosa apart from all the rest here in the Bandos Bay and, of course, our team of real estate professionals. I mean, I think they're 
you know, the top, most knowledgeable, the most well-trained. I mean, of course, we have the support of Dean Robbins and of Brock Squire. And I think, you know, just the the atmosphere that we've all created there at Coldwell Anchor La Costa, it just sets us apart from the rest. No, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're your ideal family. Your ideal family. There it is. I love yeah. it. There you go. That's it, Charles. Well, great. Thank you, Dean, so much for coming in and Thank talking you. to appreciate us today. It. This was super informative, and I know folks at home definitely got a lot out of this podcast, whether they're thinking of relocating to Puerto Vallarta and getting a career started, you know, or if they want to jump right into real estate at Coldwell Bank or La Costa. Or just know. even if they're looking to buy or sell their home, they know what our what team we, yeah. is and, and what we why exactly and why we have the yeah. best agents for sure great and we're forever thankful for all you do for us dean yes thank you dean you only have the, the agents you help us as well yeah. as administration team yeah. so you are, you are the man you, you are, are the man, man. <laughs> well thank you guys all for watching and we will thank see you. you next time on real estate in paradise with Stay Chelsea tuned. and Chelsea Thank, Thank you, you, Chelsea and Jesse. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Great. Have a great right. day. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. We know you can't get enough. Tune in next time for another episode of Real Estate in Paradise from, that's right, you guessed it, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico.